Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Composite Podcast, where we talk about your favorite movies, music, TV shows, and more. I'm Tori. I'm Marin. I'm Mia. And I'm DeCoria. Uh, we are back, back, and back. Thank you guys so much for being patient with us over these past few weeks. Um, we will all be employed come the end of July, but that should not disrupt your upload schedule. If it's not Sunday, it will definitely be Monday. And we hope you guys are having a really good summer. I know all of my teachers, we got like a week and a half left, babes. I hope you enjoy that shit. Um, but don't forget to wear your mask, sunscreen, and drink water. And thank you so much for listening. Um, how are we doing, ladies? How are we doing, Marin? Um, I'm good. I'm just, I'm fine. I'm the only thing I'm sad about is the fact that I haven't been in a pool all summer, and I'm like, damn. Oh, I really want to get in a pool. <laughs> uh, how are you doing, Nia? Uh, doing fine. Um, recovering from COVID. Hopefully, it's uh my symptoms go away before it crosses the long COVID threshold so yeah i'm mostly okay very good uh how are you doing Corey? i'm doing good pretty busy with work i have a nose piercing now so i'm feeling like a, a cool kid you know i'm gonna get a tattoo <laughs> one of these days yes we should all get tattoos together that should be something we do before the end of the year because I want another one very badly. <laughs> I just need to figure out... I know what kind of aesthetic I want for my design, but I can't find the design yet. Like, I, I keep going through Pinterest, and I see stuff, and I'm like, eh, it's not yes, exactly yes. what I'm picturing. Yeah, I was talking to Marion the last time we talked, and I said I want uh, small tattoos of all my sons. So, Bumblebee, Stitch, uh, <laughs> Avatar. I want... Uh, I want small tattoos of all my sons i'm thinking about just giving them like on my wrist it's just like cute little heads baby yoda yeah all that good stuff um but we were just chit-chatting away because even though it's 2023 it low-key feels like it's 2013 because when i tell you the second generation boy groups are back with a vengeance i have it has been crazy wild shiny had a comeback EXO just had their comeback. You kiss Teen Top. We're getting an infinite comeback. Um, I feel like there was... I feel, did I miss somebody? But um, now 2PM would stop doing individual shit to give me another comeback. I would really appreciate that. Um, I, I just have been living and breathing and dying for the past week where music is concerned. Um, Shiny's sidetracks off of this 10th... Is this their 10th full album? 11th? 10th full album have been giving me absolute life and i'm so excited to see what other second gen resurgence we get after this because who would think that we were going to get a teen top comeback in 2023 not i not i um so yes i'm extremely excited and i know our resident exl loves are extremely excited that their boys are back Yes. Yeah. I <laughs> sorry. I was looking at my DoorDash notification. I'm very excited. Actually, you know, I didn't think this day would come. I suffered for many years waiting for them to come back and they finally are here. And now I can look at Kyung Soo and talk about how pretty he is. Even though I was I, already I, doing yeah. that. <laughs> and I echo everything Decoria says. I've suffered for forty days and forty nights. I've starved. <laughs> I've gone through the desert barefoot. There was a, a locust. Whatever what, what happens in the <laughs> Bible, the locust comes. EXO's <laughs> last promoted comeback was during the Trump presidency. We've lived <laughs> through hell and high water. The floods have come and gone, but. We get good music at the end of the day, so that's why I'm still here. Gang, gang, we are one exo sodding a jaw. <laughs> Cosmic latte blooded. <laughs> this not, not the sodding a jaw. We are one exo sodding a jaw. No, I was listening to their killing voice earlier today, and it's just, it's just fucking insane how easy it is for them to hit them notes, and I'm like, you know what? This is what happens when you just love when you like singers who sing really well, because it was so disrespectful how, who was it? 
was it chin i think it was chin he just like went up like two three octaves and it was like a light work and i was like well then <laughs> yeah i think i saw there was like a really viral tweet about that too like people were like look how easily they're going up that high in octaves with like there's no kind of strain on their face they're just they're just doing it right like, it's like it's like Kung Su swimming, like, like breathing air right now Kung Su was like literally out here singing falsettos and notes that sound like it should take him some work. He's just like, I'm semi bored. <laughs> He's like, I- I'm clocking out in the next twenty minutes, right? Like, uh, but yeah, I loved that. I also went and rewatched B2B's Killing Voice, and now I need. A pull. They already gave me an album this year. I shouldn't be greedy, but if <laughs> they will have, because here's the thing. Here's my thing. Here's my hope and my wish, which I know I know it's not going to happen because second gen boy groups have so many individual activities but if we can just get like get everybody in one place at the end of the year and we can get a guy out Dejan like it was 2013 again <laughs> i would be so excited because like seeing like b2b and then like exo and then like possibly teen top or you kiss back to back on the stage would literally be something i want so bad so bad it would be like we would be reliving the good olden days as they say but i know that that's a a wish i guess i just have to manifest it a little bit because that would make me really really happy um i do really like cream soda though and if you have listened to shiny's album please go do that they're god the b-side tracks are so good um i'm not a big fan of the title track but it doesn't it doesn't not sound like a shiny song, so I'm proud of them. Um, I'm hoping Ono is recovering very well, and maybe he'll come back for a repackage. Because if SM is not going to do anything else, they're going <laughs> to give us a repackage. <laughs> um, but other than that, what has everybody been watching? Um, I started Junho's new drama. No, King of the Land. Yes, yes. he's in a suit. Sorry, me. <laughs> <laughs> um, me, the two PM stand, not watching that because. Um, and then I'm watching two other dramas, um, that I battle. I don't honestly, I don't remember what their names are. I'm watching those on and off. Every time I'm like, oh, I have nothing to watch. Okay, let's go watch that. And then just my usual watching my movies. Um, nothing really interesting or that I'm like you know very excited to talk about. Okay, okay. What about you, Nia? Um, not really watching much, but I finished the current season of Demon Slayer. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, uh, very excited for the next arc. Um, trying to find another anime to watch because I really want to watch something good, but don't want to watch a long show. So, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Corey? Um, I've been watching the remake of this anime called Trigun. It's like ten episodes or so ish. It's it's like a it's a CGI anime and it looks really good for one. So that's cool. I've been watching Succession as well, but I haven't gotten too far in it because it takes me it takes me a long time to get through episodes because I'm always like watching it while working, so I have to pause it a lot. Mm-hmm. Then I went to the movies last week or the week before to see the new Indiana Jones, which I thought was good, surprisingly, even though it flopped at the box office. <laughs> and then on Tuesday, one of my favorite anime, Psychopaths, had a new movie come out. And so I saw that and it, it was okay. I was kind of disappointed, but I, w- I was there to support it anyway. So I had, a, I had a dumb moment when I watched the last um indiana jones movies because i watched my family and i sat the uh, movie started spoiler if you haven't seen it but the movie's set in the 80s and i said huh how is that possible and then i was like oh i really i must i really wasn't paying attention because there's so much nazis in the first three films that i was like <laughs> dumb bitch it's in the 40s or late the end of world war ii or during world war ii or before it i was like oh okay that adds up because I was so confused as to why this movie was set in like 1980 or whatever year. That yeah. In. I was like, oh, okay, mm. that makes so much more sense. <laughs> um, I got done with a very popular Chinese drama, which has been 
it was good. If you hear the premise, it's it's kind of iffy. Um, because the leads meet when the female lead is underage, but they don't start dating until she's of age and in college. But the drama is very specific about it being a love story about her being in love with her best friend, her brother's best friend, and him having no romantic intonations towards her until they meet when she's in college. And I have to remember that in different parts, in outside of the U.S., in the U.S., it's very odd for somebody who is 19 and somebody who's like 23 or 24 to be in proximity of each other, even at college, I think. <laughs> but like in other countries, it's not as odd for somebody who's like 19 and somebody who's like 23 to be friends, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, So at first I was like, how are we going to do this? But the story like intentionally is, it's called Hidden Love, by the way. The story is intentionally about this being a story about the female lead being in love with her brother's best friend. And then she has a one-sided love all the time that she's underage. And then they meet in college once she's like cut contact for like two years. And then he slowly starts to fall in love with her. And I'm like, okay, this works. Um, I've also started a Thai drama that is what? One hour in an episode. Bismillah. And then <laughs> and then it's actually a slow burn and I actually love it. It is literally the chillest Thai drama that I've ever watched. It's called To the Moon and Back. Um which is incredible. And then I started another Chinese drama. I started Taekyung's vampire drama. Um I'm so glad that it's not taking itself seriously and it's very funny and it's very light so I recommend that if you're in the mood for that um I'm probably gonna start the bear and this like this is like the first time I've actually been interested in watching a western series in a very long time (laughs) so I'm probably gonna start the bear and then I'm also gonna start celebrity which is Sienbu Kamihuk's new drama that just came out on Netflix so yeah i've been watching some pretty okay stuff mm-hmm. um as of now but i was going to talk about something else and it completely slipped my mind um oh well the writer's strike is still going on and the actors have just joined them so we're I probably saw- not we're probably not going to get any more Barbie press tour or Oppenheimer press tours. Is that how you say that? Oppenheimer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oppenheimer was, press tours. I was talking to someone earlier about this. The promotion for the Barbie movie has been actually insane. I don't think yeah. I've ever seen this a movie with this level of promotion. Like, the uh, the collabs with all the brands, the Krispy Kreme Barbie donuts, the parties being thrown in every city. Like, yeah. I was on Instagram. They're doing, like, a Barbie party in Atlanta for the Barbie movie. And then a lot of movie theaters are doing early screenings and having, like, Barbie-themed parties. Like, it's actually crazy. I yeah, I... list out every collab they have. Yeah, and I thought it was crazy, too, but then I realized that Barbie... <laughs> Mattel, Mattel is like yeah, yeah. And then I was like Mattel is the one of the biggest toy companies in the world so yeah they have they have nothing but money to spend right. <laughs> they have nothing but money to spend so we'll see I hope still, that like I know. it's just wild but I, the mansion see, like... took me off guard the Airbnb took me <laughs> way off guard I said a whole fucking of a Malibu Barbie dream house for real for real we like what do you mean airbnb collab like what <laughs> it was watching whatever movie i was watching theaters and seeing the progressive barbie i was like what well how'd they get progressive to all this was shot flow with barbie no the progressive was trying to ensure the barbie house or whatever oh or like that. <laughs> I was like, yeah huh? the red carpets have been fun for the whatever time but I am hoping that the people on strike get everything they want and more because. Did you as, see what that one CEO said? Yes. Like the CEO yeah, the, their plan was to wait until the writers lose their apartments in their houses. I was like, first of all, why would you say that to the press? <laughs> like the press is not going to write that. So the variety article is that the Disney CEO, Bob Iger, says that um, 
the strike in Hollywood is not realistic and it's very disturbing to me that people want livable wages. And so every time a new update comes out about the strike, it's so fucking funny because not funny, but like it's like it's devastating. You know, black people go to humor before we cry. And so they were talking about how, you know, Orange is the New Black is the thing that put Netflix on the map, right? Mm-hmm. How come nobody in Orange is the New Black gets any residuals? Um, studios are now talking about going to film, like, there was this news that just came out that House of Dragons Season 2 is going to be filmed in the UK because they don't have unions over there like they do in the US. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. That's probably one of the reasons you're seeing a lot of more European actors in your television is because they have contracts with the the acting union in America, but they don't have a union of their own not to you know now that you said that mm-hmm. not to be weird but like you know how like with a lot of like prominent black tv shows it's never black american actors it's yeah. always like british actors i wonder if that's yeah. the reason yes it is sag is um sag has contracts with those actors to help protect them a little bit but it's not the same as being part of the union yeah from what i understand and then um you know writers are not getting paid shit people were talking about how they do all these shows and put on all this work and streaming sites just take them off their platforms for tax cut and so it's a death it's a death to media as well because Mm -hmm. um i mean i feel like this conversation started off when we were talking about how there can't be cult classics anymore or that streaming services aren't allowing things to grow a fandom because they be like here's this program we're going to put it for three months, and if it doesn't show numbers, we're going to take it off. And it's just like, you're not allowing people who to have the time to find media anymore. Like, you're you're acting like this is cable television, and once it's off the air, it's off the air until you rerun it. But it's also so they don't have to pay residuals to the people who worked on those things. Um, so it's, please, if you can don't watch stuff on Netflix or Disney or um, any other major streaming platform. Watch that shit illegally <laughs> because that shows the executives that you're willing to stand with the creators. Because what they're trying to do is underpay writers and then start using AI. Um, AI yeah. is the craziest part. Like how... That. That's what's <laughs> mind-boggling to me because we've seen chat GPT. They can barely give you the right sources on Google. Like... Mm-hmm. You expect ChatGPT to like write scripts and for it to and, be good, and then what? AI also bases off majority of things, so it's very easy for racism and xenophobia and transphobia and every other phobia you know to be embedded into the things that you do. So if you are a creative, even if you're not, no, people who aren't a creative are the people that I'm talking to the most because your support and not supporting these things shows the most um, because studios and other big people who just seek money think that they can if they think that you will watch something that was created by AI over something that was created by a person they will continue to do that don't support their shit because it just shows them that they can get away with it Mm -hmm. so it's gonna be crazy for a while. We're not gonna get good television for hopefully months until Disney and the like get their shit together. So the AFTFA, I think that's what it's called, is the association of all the streaming and production companies, but they're they're not worth shit. <laughs> like I said, it's always fuck Netflix in this house. Because that oh that's what I want to talk about. Speaking of fucking Netflix, um, <laughs> I want everybody and their mama who watches a Korean drama who's not Korean to please remember that Korea will never pick you. <laughs> Over the past two <laughs> weeks, there have been so much xenophobic fucking comments coming out of people who only watch Korean dramas about Chinese dramas. And I need everybody and their mama to realize they still won't fucking pick you <laughs> like it's insane to me how casually xenophobic people can be as somebody who's on the well it's not as it shouldn't be insane to me as somebody who's a black woman living in this world people are casually racist all the time and so 
the casual xenophobia that people just start spewing about how oh Chinese actors overreact or underreact or things like that. And you know what? I have mutual sometimes who will come up under my comments and be like, "Well, it's just because those people people who say that Chinese drama, um, Chinese actors overreact or underreact to things, is because they don't know the style of acting in that country." But my point is, the person who said that. It's only saying that because they want you to know that this is an exception to the rule. You see, I like this drama, the drama I'm talking about, Hidden Love, which is on Netflix, which is the only reason a lot of you motherfuckers are even watching Chinese dramas in the first place. Um, They'll be like, oh, yeah, I don't usually watch Chinese dramas because none of them can act. But this one is cool. You want the people who follow you, who know you because you watch Korean dramas and because you think Korean dramas are somehow superior part of media to know that this is an exception to the rule so we can like this one shut the fuck up please just shut up you could have just said you know what i don't usually watch chinese dramas but i really like this one you guys should watch it that is not that hard to say <laughs> and it's like it's crazy because it's it's i once again i'm gonna blame one direction um <laughs> one direction fell <laughs> everybody went to k-pop which eventually made everybody go to korean dramas which eventually it's going to get people into Chinese dramas as well. And I have never wanted to gatekeep something so much because I don't want to deal with um, more xenophobia because let's not pretend that the people who do enjoy Korean media are also xenophobic as well. So um, it's a very weird dichotomy that's going on and I just need everybody and their mama to be like, stop having a superiority complex about something that is not actually tied to anything inside of you like culturally or ethnically like you like korean dramas cool don't make it a fucking personality trade <laughs> the korean boost have made a resurgence over the past few days is just getting on my goddamn nerves <laughs> chill the fuck out it like truly chill the fuck out and i know most of the people who listen to our podcast aren't like that y'all probably aren't that main audience but i just had to put it out in the universe because it was getting on my nerves also Everybody and their goddamn mama needs to go back to five years ago where y'all fucking didn't know who 2PM was. If I see one more fucking tweet <laughs> that is just a setup for 2PM to get bashed, I'm going to scream. Like, I I thought we were over the age of Akke's and, and being a 2PM fan in the hottest fandom. But with Juno being the current it boy, boy, when I tell you I can rarely go to a Juno tweet and not see motherfuckers just talking shit. And I not even talking shit, just making up. It's like, I, God, I don't even know how to explain that, that energy, that attitude that certain individualistic fans have where it's just like, they're just saying BS out of their mouth and they believe it. What is the word for that? I don't know. Whatever it is. I've been, uh, y'all are, coming into my fandoms and i don't like it get away <laughs> like <laughs> i i was this is a person i was crying dying and living when 2 p.m had one week of comebacks and goodbye stages at the same time and now i have to deal with people who found juno through a drama which also made me feel old they're like oh yeah i had no idea juno was a 2 p.m member what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> People not knowing Chansung was also a 2PM member. I was like, oh, so this is this is how this is how time ages me. Y'all don't know anything. <laughs> God, I was like, oh my God, this is just gonna keep going. And now Tekken is in the drama too, and I'm just like, how do I put them back in the box? <laughs> how do I put them back in the box? Um, but I can't because I need him to make coin and Chansung has a child. I need him to make money so he can buy diapers, but still <laughs> <laughs> real <laughs> but, but still it's like wanting my faves to be employed so they don't starve but also <laughs> not wanting anybody to care about them um i'm glad juno's drama is doing well um the dating rumors between him and yuna was hilarious because i'm like 2 p.m and girls are the have been friends for decades <laughs> if they were gonna fuck they would have already done it <laughs> we would have already known but it's crazy because it brings out in real life shippers of other actors. And I'm just like, 
I need everybody and their mama to just leave my boys alone. But, you know, I can't have everything I want. And, and, ugh. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. So that was my rant. Um, I need crazy people to stay out of my fandoms, or at least stay off my goddamn timeline. Yeah. Uh, Twitter's dying. <laughs> it's been dying, but. Right. <laughs> are, are you guys going to go to threads if Twitter dies for real? No. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Never that. Twitter's attached to my actual okay, account. I can't let these people know what I'm thinking every day. Oh, Twitter. threads. Yeah, threads I mean, is like threads. literally. Yeah. And you can't delete your account right. unless you delete your Instagram account. No, sir. No, ma'am. I need people to not know who I am and I'm not creating another account. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's just so exhausting to like all these new social media popping up. There was. The only the only one I was interested in like potentially joining was the spill because it's supposed to be like the like a black owned version of Twitter. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, it's 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 one of those clubhouse things where you have to get a code from someone else, and I'm like, I don't have time for all that. <laughs> right, right, yeah. I just yeah. But when I saw Elon, what did he do? He said he took away like what did he take away this time? He, he took away take Twitter away circle. circle. I don't. Yeah, think, why would you do that? <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> what's next? Are you gonna take away the spaces? Like, what are you gonna do? When he t- when he was like, yeah, only six hundred tweets a day. I went five oh, days. No, never- no, that was the craziest <laughs> time. I went. That- I never I reached my limit, so maybe oh, either. Well, I almost do. I'm on desktop though most of the time, so maybe that helped. Cause I saw people like a lot of my mutuals were like posting screenshots of them hitting their limit. And I'm just sitting here like I have not. I was like haven't yeah. ever reached my limit. So I, I, I don't know. On Twitter the way I scroll on TikTok, so I was like, that's not going to be an issue for me because I'm not paying. Yeah, that's you true. Want me to pay? No, sir. <laughs> I'm not seeing. Why would I pay for that? And that's so embarrassing to have right. that blue check mark now. This <laughs> showing the world that you're giving money to that man. Do you have a job? <laughs> <laughs> I'm paying to scroll but no yeah it was so funny during that like uh you can only look at 600 tweets a day time when people were like screenshotting tumblr posts and they're talking about laughing at all of us on twitter talking about oh they're struggling again <laughs> now they're gonna try to come over here yeah. you see <laughs> i think people when when Elon first bought Twitter. People did that whole thing like, oh, we're going to migrate to Tumblr. And it, people just revived their old accounts, basically. But it mm-hmm. never really happened. I don't know. If Twitter shuts down, I, I don't know what people are going to do, actually. Right. Because that's, like, a good source for, like, news as well. Like, not just funny stuff, but, like, you get yeah. real-time updates for things that are happening. Like, Elon, I have curated, like, it's been years on this account. I follow just enough K-drama accounts, just enough K-pop, just enough real world, and Black Twitter. I'm not restarting. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know how long it took me to get TikTok like that? I'm not doing it. Oh, I haven't been able to get TikTok to give me just the right amount of K-pop and K-dramas, though. No, it doesn't. Uh. It will be, like, it will be, be so perfect as soon as, once again, plug in for twice as Japanese unit. As soon as it dropped, TikTok was like dropping clips continuous. I said, thank you. And now I know oh. it's ready. And I go and the I, TikTok, I have to get on my The Zoom TikTok, TikTok algorithm is getting scary though because it will show me stuff that I didn't even know I was thinking of yet. Right. And I'm like, dang, <laughs> I was about to think about this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, I was... Did y'all see that video of that man trying to rob that, yes. <laughs> that nail salon oh in Bucket? I had such <laughs> bad... I had such bad secondhand embarrassment I couldn't finish the video. I stopped as soon as I read the caption. I could not get through it. Nia, if you haven't seen the video, so there's this man. It was a nail salon in Bucket. He ran in the shop and he was like, give me all your money. And he started screaming at everybody like, get on the ground. Give me your phones. And the way everyone in that nail salon just sat and just stared at him. <laughs> oh, no, no one moved. No one moved. And then the phone oh. rang, right? And then the the cashier picked up the phone and had a casual conversation with whoever called. And so the man <laughs> stood there for a second. He looked around and then he just left. No. <laughs> just left. That's crazy. Oh, 
That video is bad, but I saw something even worse. Somebody was trying to steal a display phone from T-Mobile. Oh, my God. <laughs> and the alarms were going off, and he couldn't get the phone off of the little hook. And then everybody in the store was like, just leave it alone. Yeah. Just let it go. <laughs> just no, let it go, bro. You're not even going to get in trouble. Just leave. <laughs> I saw one even worse of a man taking a... Okay. I really didn't look more into the video, but it looked like he was taking a blowtorch to something in CVS that was locked up. And he got all a he got on the mask. Yeah, and he just what? I don't know what it was. It looked like a CVS is what it looked like, but it was something that was locked in like a container. Like you needed somebody to get a key to get it for you. Maybe it was a Walmart. I don't know. But he had a little blowtorch, and all he had what? was mask, like a like a face <laughs> blowtorch. Where did you get? Why? <laughs> Why? No, time. People in the people in the comments of the TikTok video were like, "Damn, not the blowtorch ASMR," because you just heard the <laughs> thing going. I knew that took a long ass time, bro. <laughs> like, just leave at that point. It's not that serious. It's been a bad week for robbers. No, literally. If y'all if y'all are forced to rob a store, which one would you rob? Like, you you have to rob a store. And there's no guarantee that you won't get caught, but you you still have to rob one. Like, which one would you try to steal from? Apple. Ooh, I would say a clothing store, any clothing store. I th- or no, Urban Outfitters because they're not required. They're not required to chase you. They have to leave. That was my answer to a yeah, clothing right. store because they have insurance. <laughs> so, I, if you ever worked in retail, all they tell you in your training that they have oh. insurance on everything in the store. So if somebody steals something, don't just leave them alone. Yeah. Just let them steal. Question, am I stealing product or cash? You can steal anything in the store. You just, you oh. have to steal. You have to steal. And like, you still have the same risk of being caught. Oh, well, then I'm just going to get, like, steal gum from Walmart. I'm not going to steal gum Something small. Something that they don't care about. Because, yeah. If I was going for money, I would definitely feel like an Apple store or something. Mm. Like what about you, Nia? Oh, my God. I'm thinking hard. I would go to a Sam's Club and rack up. Sam's. <laughs> I would go, Sam's. like, give me everything bulk. Give me everything. I walk out of there like I just won the lottery. I would sneak into a golden corral and take all them rolls and not pay for no <laughs> thing. That's what I would do. Oh yeah, still food is great. Go on to Starbucks. You know they just rack up throw them out. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. You know, for all the buffet places, at the end of the day, they just kind of throw out the extras. Yeah. No, yeah, it was the me seeing the videos of the luxury handbags and the bath and body um, candles that they just mark up and tear up and throw in the dumpster behind them so nobody can grab the free candles or the free purses oh no that's crazy crazy they were yeah they cut up everything they'll they'll pour bleach on food and things like that because they don't want people to dumpster that it's only because the companies are scared of having a lawsuit because if somebody eats that they can be like oh we ate your food and we got food poisoning that's the only reason they do it but not what about the handbags yeah the handbags they just do it because it, it um it makes their product more scarce. Right. Yeah. It makes the it, way capitalism sucks. Capitalism. <laughs> yeah, like so wasteful. Like, oh my god. Like it's so easy to make a connection with a shelter and just immediately give them the food. It's yeah. not that hard, but they are afraid of lawsuits because they believe that poor people will do anything for money. Um, and they don't believe that food is a human right. So, you know. Fuck the U.S. Um, I have never... I thought that DDG was going to be Black Tither's worst spouse. And then Kiki Palmer's baby daddy had the nerve to open his mouth. Girl, when I tell you I was laughing and crying for those few days that they just took that man out. It was so funny. For context, Kiki Palmer, everyone's favorite girl. The queen of Nickelodeon, mother she is, has been living her life. She done gave birth to a fucking baby and looks good. She's out here doing things. She was on the Terrell show, which I love that video. Go watch it. She, you know, Miss Kiki always has a job. She's doing her thing. And so Miss Kiki always has a job who is breastfeeding her child, who is doing the damn thing, decided to go to an Usher show. And if you're no Usher Usher is an, an old school R&B man. And old school R&B men do what? Serenade their fans because it's part of the fantasy. 
And so he decides to serenade Miss Kiki. Miss Kiki looks good in her see-through dress and bodysuits. And her baby daddy decides to get on Twitter and said, You're a mother? You're a mother? Something about his dress. He said, um, it's the outfit, though. You a mom. Yes. yes. And we thought we were, he was playing. Because the day before this, Kiki was talking about she loves her man. Um, when she mentions this man in interviews, she also says that he makes her happy. He was really shy when they first met. And we were thought, oh, this is a jokey joke. And then that nigga doubled down. Um, let me find this tweet. Key, key, baby, daddy. <laughs> it was something along the lines of, it's sad how we live in a society where yes. the man of the household is not allowed to express his his standards or his the, the morals he stands by for what his wife wears or whatever. Uh, I, have you, it, I have it. They're I have not it. married. Okay. <laughs> right. We live in a generation where a man of the family doesn't want the wife and mother of his kids to showcase booty cheeks to please others. And he gets told how much of a hater he is. This is my family, my representation. And I have standards and morals to what I believe. I rest my case. First of all, bitch, y'all aren't married. <laughs> is yeah, she a wife mother? is a very yes. strong word. <laughs> wife? Not to you. <laughs> not to you. Um, showcase booty cheeks. If you look at this man's Instagram, all of a lot of his videos are of Kiki loving her body and being and him loving her body too. And this is my family and your representation. No, it's not. It's Kiki representing herself. And 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 Kiki was not doing anything to disrepresent herself. She was at a Usher show. She was being if anything, I don't even know. This outfit is not even that revealing. It's a body suit. And that's why the problem was never the outfit, because he's posted her wearing less. Is yeah, the problem is Usher. And like I will say I I can understand you being a little jealous. That that's completely fine. But you don't run to the internet like a fan right. and speak on that. Like that's crazy to me. You have and her phone number. What are you doing? And literally, right. Kiki and him were on a podcast, and she talked about how she fucking hated when people blast her, put her information out of the internet. And what does this nigga do? Put her information out of the internet. And that's why I don't think she's following him on Instagram or Twitter anymore. So I don't know what yeah. happened there. But Kiki has always talked about how she doesn't like doesn't let people control her about her sexuality or her relationships or what she wears. And I don't know why this nigga thought he was different because y'all birthed a child together, y'all aren't married. That baby will be saying she was already (laughs) dressing in that kind of manner. If you couldn't handle that, why did you stay in a relationship? You should have left. Like bums who get with it girls. I don't understand it. I don't understand. I don't understand it. Just please, like, like if, if those you are your standards, why life, would literally, right. literally, like if those are your standards, go marry someone who meets that standard for you. Same thing, Jonah Hill. Same thing with Jonah oh, Hill. I was just about to get to it. It's been a year. It's been a week of men showing their asses. When I tell you, when I first saw the videos, I talked about. Well, no, you know what got me the first time is when I was hearing women therapists talk about how they don't take male clients. Because their male clients come in to learn therapy language and then go back and manipulate their spouses. And I was like, what are we talking about? And it just kept, like, and then more and more therapists were talking about that. And then the text between Jonah Hill and his ex-girlfriend where he's using valid and accurate therapy speech to set up boundaries with her. And I don't think y'all understand what the word boundaries means (laughs) boundaries and control are two different things i was just like what is going on the air air is weird this week telling a surfer to not post pictures of bikinis is insane like what (laughs) don't don't have have male clients what the fuck are you talking about (laughs) don't have relationships with unstable women beyond going to get a simple coffee what 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 are you talking about like it's just it's oh god and you know what's crazy i saw another tweet this morning from some black i don't know who she was but some twitter user who was an older black lady was just like um oh i think it's because what is the name of the japanese black girl who plays tennis um naomi osaka Mm -hmm. yes naomi osaka just released that she's pregnant am i yeah yes she gave birth or she gave birth yes 
And so somebody was just like, why are our young black girls not getting married anymore? And I was like, why would they want to get married to men who could do them wrong at any moment? Because Kiki, like, it's probably one of the reasons Kiki's not married. Um, and all that. Somebody mentioned, well, every time I think about Mary J. Blige having to pay her, her ex-30K a month and he cheated on her, that's probably why. And I was like, yeah. Because marriage is... Marriage is to the government it's not about love it's about property and about death and i saw that and i was like yes but like to imagine if kiki had got married to that man and he wants to show his ass like this and she wants to break up she would have to pay him out on it because she makes more money than he does and that is that just why well, i mean actually. sick <laughs> <laughs> on top of that though i don't understand why she's saying why are your our young black women not getting married anymore when like the generations before us were not getting married like that either like so like what are you like why are you suddenly it's like when they suddenly act like the new generation of women are suddenly like way more promiscuous than previous generations when that wasn't the case music back then was not true at all yeah music back then was explicit as well like yeah it's been it's been a wild few weeks I feel um, like yes go ahead I have to switch the topic, but I was listening to my co. Uh, I was listening to the "Am I the asshole?" You know, that, that um, the one you sent in the group chat, um, and there was another post, and I and I want to see what y'all think about this because I think that this is such terrible behavior. Um, this guy was asking, "Am I the asshole?" To sum it up, basically, his wife's cat used to scratch oh. and like ah, hiss okay. at everybody, yes. and then he took the cat to the shelter, switched it out for another similar black cat and took that other cat home that also like responds to their old cat's name and never told his wife for years. And I was like, I was talking to my coworker. I was like, that is probably top three out of all the ones they've read of asshole level behavior Yes, to switch a pet and not tell. Also more context. He switched the pet when his girlfriend was out of town and the pet had just scratched him once. And he threatened the pet and said, you know, if I switched you, nobody would know. And then the next day, he immediately switched the cat. And then he dropped the cat that she had off to a a, a pound or whatever, or an animal center two towns over. And so when people pointed out that that cat is probably dead, he's like, no. I just checked. It's a no-kill shelter. But it's been years since you dropped off that cat. And if the cat had behavioral problems, it's most likely the cat is dead. So he sent that cat to a death sentence. And I think that's extremely dangerous behavior. I listened to that and I was like, so what else is this man willing to do behind his wife's back for his comfort? Right. That's what I'm about to say. Like, how entitled are you to think you can get rid of somebody else's pet because you're uncomfortable? You can just remove yourself from a situation. Like, you don't have to stay at her place. Just go be at your place until she's around to handle her cat. And at that time, they were just um, in a relationship. They were not married. Now they're married. And I was like, okay, well, <clears throat> now you're yeah, in a worse situation. You could have just left the situation, the relationship before, if if the, the cat was that awful and she, you guys could not compromise on it, then you could have just left. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the Smosh Am I the Reddit videos. They be picking the wildest ones. Right. That one I sent y'all about the woman who was pregnant and found out her husband and her best friend were fucking, was just like, it was the most I've ever been invested in. Am I the Reddit? Am I the asshole story? Or, I mean, not even the asshole story. I think it was Truth Off My Chest, where that one was from. And I was just like, every update was more wild than the last. <laughs> I just can't fathom how you get to that point where you're fucking your close loved one's spouse. Like, there's something very wrong with you. Like, how do you let things get to that point? I feel like once you start feel, having, like, feelings for, like, one of your friends' partners, you need to remove yourself from the situation. Yep. And, like, deal with your feelings. And then if they're making moves towards you, you need to let your friend know. Like, you're not a good friend right. at all. Like That, that was never her friend in the control. first place. Yeah. And the fact that they were talking about her in text, like, like the... Like, they were, like, talking behind her back and saying all kind yeah. of code names for her. And I'm like, are y'all in what? And she thinks that that's her best friend? And, oh, 
That's crazy. And she's pregnant. Yeah, the fact that she was the best friend was also going was going through a divorce. So were they planning to like divorce OP and then also get married? It's so like incestuous. (laughs) It's so like. And then for him to get extremely violent afterwards, I was like, whoa. And you know, the scariest part is that she said she never saw it coming. She said there was no behavior changes. There was no glances. That was the scary part to me. To like have your, like, even, like, she's pregnant, but also her father is like, what was it, cancer or something? Was losing his memory or something like that? And I was like, he, her father is deteriorating. She's pregnant. She has to deal with that. And to know that this man had never exhibited any signs of cheating on her. And she just happened to see it. I was like, that was divine fucking intervention. <laughs> that was divine intervention. Because imagine if she had... I couldn't, like... Any... Oh, God. I, like, when would she have found out if she had found out in that moment? That was insane. Um, Renaissance is in T-minus, what, two weeks? Three weeks? Yeah, kind of crazy. I finally <laughs> have some pieces to my outfit. <laughs> She's just going to get me. <laughs> what I can come up with. But I can't wait for the Atlanta show. Atlanta show, I think yes. it's going to be one of the that best. Be great, opinion. yes. Oh. <laughs> That's just me wanting to be messy. But, um... Somebody brought it up that all vampires are racist. Um, and I would like to bring it to the table <laughs> in the house full of vampire lovers. Why do all vampires, why are all vampires confederates? Explain. Um, I have no answer for this. <laughs> this, this is, this, wow. You know, I would like to believe that not all of them were. I think that mm. a lot of the writers are racist. Let's let's just say the writers themselves are racist. I not the character. There's no way that Eddie Murphy in Brooklyn Vampire was. Okay, that's. I'm not talking about the black ones. I'm talking about the white. Okay. <laughs> I'm about, talking about, about the white the European, the European vampires. They don't. They can't be racist. I mean, they can be racist, uh, but they can be confederate. What? <laughs> No, yeah, okay, I, I mean they can't be confederates. They're not confederates, but they're for sure as hell colonizers. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> what if what if they were peasants in their past life though, and then they got bit? Mm, yes, because poor white people aren't don't have any racist notions <laughs> either. No, I'm not saying they're not racist. I'm saying they weren't like confederates. Like, okay. what if they were like a a peasant of the peasant class <laughs> or like a, a serf? <laughs> Not a star. <laughs> I can't. No. <laughs> That's the last time I heard that. Oh my! God. Also, somebody pointed out that werewolves are people of color coded, and I would just like to say I I too agree with that. Um, but is it because their werewolves are always associated with Native American people? No, not well that. But I feel like um, whenever vampires and werewolves are put against each other, the werewolves are most likely people of color. There's rarely white werewolves. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like most yeah. werewolves in media are like Native American. American, yeah. And so, um, yeah, that was me being messy for two seconds because I'm a werewolf stan, and the, y'all all love vampires. <laughs> and I made it very clear that if I ever met a vampire, I'm killing that bitch. <laughs> you know, when we were watching the last movie, I was like, mm, the life of a vampire seems like hell. If I'm being honest, uh-huh. I'll pick any any other mystical <laughs> or supernatural creature over living forever and not being able to die. Yes. All your friends die in front of you. Mm-hmm. No, yes. no, thank you. I would rather I would rather live a long, extended life and not a forever life because right. that just sounds torture. Torturous. It does. Like immortality is not something that I ever want. <laughs> like at all. <laughs> Oh, there was, um, I don't know if I mentioned this before. There's a site called Does the Dog Die? Dog Die? Oh, Does the Dog Die.com, where you can find out um, if you type in any movie or TV show, you can find out the trigger warnings for a lot of different um, 
movies and things like that so like for people who don't like animal death or children deaths or anything like that and you want to watch something and you don't know if it has that in it you can go to does the dog die.com and people who have watched those movies will flag um the trigger warnings for that movie and you can see them so i thought that was a cool resource because like i know Marin doesn't like frogs <laughs> and yeah. so now you can go to movies i'm looking up right and now be like, what's that that's cool what's that site <laughs> does the dog die.com i actually do that already if i'm ever in a place where like if i'm gonna watch a scary movie at home like usually like if somebody's like let's go watch a show and i'm like i've said no too many times um and it's like a scary movie i will usually go and spoil the entire movie for myself on imbd and see and i'll be like inbd give me that parent guide okay Mm -hmm. gross and i'll be like okay where is the gross and intense scenes okay and then i read everything and i click where it says it like hides the spoilers and i read every single thing and i'm like okay i can go watch it so this actually works for me yeah there's a lot of categories they have um animal death they have alcohol abuse you know stalking child abuse all that good stuff so you can find like there's very like specific categories as well so if you just type in the movie it'll come up with its its uh transformers the movie you can find whatever transformers war on cybertron does the dog die yes does a horse die does an animal die (laughs) Are there snakes? Are there bugs? And so you can just go through and find that. So I thought that was a really good resource that we share. Marin will definitely use that to see if there are frogs in the frogs, movie. Right. <laughs> frog warnings. Page. Lord. Nothing was more. Oh, I will never get over the horror that was E.T. Oh my god. <laughs> what happened? Was there a frog scene in E.T.? an intense so many (laughs) and i like so bad that i had to like cover my ears because of how bad i how much i could hear them because they just multiple of them they were dissecting frogs in like a school that's why Mm -hmm. and so they just they started hopping around god it was awful um did you guys see the article that beyonce and solange were going to start building affordable housing oh what I think that was that real Beyonce and Solange. Oh, let's do Beyonce housing. Yes, Beyonce is collabor- collaborating on a housing complex. So yes, um, Beyonce Knowles is teaming up with Kelly Rowland, not Kelly, not Solange, Kelly, and Houston officials support a housing project. The complex will feature amenities such as wellness services and transportation options. City officials believe the development will help to ease the area's homeless crisis. And I think it's like, it's supposed to be helping like combating homelessness. I thought I saw something that it was supposed to go out to single mothers first, but that might be something I made up in my head. But yes, so they were doing this and I saw this idea from somebody. Well, also there was a TikTok about it. So there was, oh no, I got out of TikTok, but there was something about costco apartment yes yes so on january 23rd um well there's another one from february and there's another one from april but costco plans to build an apartment above their store so for those of you who don't know in a lot of asian countries this is very common for like apartment complexes to then have of like the first floor to be restaurants and grocery stores and stuff like that and that is a foreign fucking concept in the u.s um i feel like some atlanta apartments have are like built above storefronts like in downtown atlanta but like the idea of apartments having accessibility to food right off the way where you don't need transportation i hope that becomes bigger because somebody also talked about like it would be a really cool idea if we turned all the malls into affordable housing like apartments because then you'd have the first floor that would be a great way to revive those real estates and the first floor would be made of shops and foods and you like have a a really good customer base so yeah there are a few I used to live in, uh, like, my senior year at GSU, I was staying with my mom, and she lived in an apartment complex like that where, like, 
the mm-hmm. top floor was like an apartment and then like if you walk like under it was like a walmart and then there was like a tj maxx and stuff like within walking distance so that would be cool to see yes i hope that becomes more of a trend because um somebody on like who was not american was just like so if you don't have a car in the u.s are you stranded yes yeah <laughs> unless you live yes. in like new york Yes. Or somewhere, or anywhere with a good transportation system. Other than mm-hmm. that, nah, you're you're out of luck, unfortunately. Which is, it's like it's really terrible, actually. Like, I remember I was talking to someone, and I explained to her that the nearest grocery store was like three miles from me. And this was somebody mm-hmm. obviously who was in Europe, and they're like, "What? Like, so you can't walk there?" And I was like, "I mean, it would yeah, take me a can. while." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would take me a while, and that's a food desert. If people don't realize that when you're in a place that um only has fast food it's considered a food desert because you should be able to like i live in a a subdivision and there's a bunch of houses over here and we're right off the highway and there's no grocery store (laughs) there's only fast food um and gas stations and a cracker barrel they're they just built more apartments over here so i'm hoping we'll get a grocery store eventually but if i want to go to the grocery store we get our stuff delivered because it's it's that far like if i want to go to walmart or target i have to drive at least 10 to 15 minutes which is insanity especially when you consider like places like seoul but even like even not outside of major cities in korea i feel like those who have like substantial populations it's very easy to get to food to grocery stores at the very least and the idea of like mom and pop shops that have fresh fruit and fresh groceries is just not a thing anymore in the u.s which sucks ass (laughs) which sucks ass um, question. Did you guys play with Barbies or Bretts when you were younger? Uh, Barbies. Barbie. I was Both. Bretts. <laughs> yeah. Me and my cousin were, like, really into Bretts and collected them. I don't I think was I was allowed to scene, have honestly. them. Oh, wow. Y'all all talked about what, what happened here. <laughs> no, go ahead, Nia. Oh, no. I was saying I, I leaned way more towards my scene, though. My, like I watched their oh. movies and their DVDs. I would go on their website daily. Yeah, I was yeah, more of the scene. I definitely was like on the my scene website often, but I can't remember if I'm like misremembering this. But I don't think I was allowed to have Bratz dolls. Like I'm thinking about it. Why? I don't think I was allowed to have them. I don't know. Maybe because the way they dress or something. I don't. My grandma is very like I can't explain it. She's just uh-huh. old black lady. That's <laughs> all I'm gonna mm-hmm. say. Yeah, I think when I was like the real young, they didn't they didn't want to buy me brass dolls. Brass dolls they used to always give me like the Barbie, like the Doctor Barbie, and like the professional Barbies and stuff, or the black ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was really into brats. I used to make my own clothes for the brats and things like that. Um, I was always into brats because they had a bunch of more black characters <laughs> than the Barbies did, and so I liked them more. Were there, are there any childhood toys that you guys are really into? You know what makes me cry every time is that I had a full fucking like dresser wall full of Beanie Babies and we got rid of them when I moved. I used to have a lot of Beanie Babies as well. I used to be very into Hot Wheels too. Mm. I was into Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I don't know why. You just like had them? <laughs> yeah. I, 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 like, I think I barely watched the show, but I was... I don't know my brother was into them and then I I kind of got into them too but Yu-Gi-Oh cards mm, brats what else was I into Did you guys have an easy bake oven? Yeah, I only had it for like a year though. No, less than a year, probably like 5 months and then my grandma threw it away cuz I was making a mess. <laughs> no, I Yeah, I think I had it once. Oh, sorry, Marin. <laughs> no, yeah. Never had one. Uh, I had one temporarily, but I didn't know how to work it, and it wasn't working right, so I just threw it out. Mm. And I used to have, um, they were these Lego things that weren't Legos. They're like Lego sticks. I don't know how to describe it. It's literally like a, a stick version of a Lego, and mm-hmm. we used to have those. We used to build houses out of them and stuff. So yeah, for me, it was like Legos, Barbies, and Hot Wheels, especially Hot Wheels. 
I feel like I was gonna say something else and then my mind went completely blank. Um Well, I guess that's the end of the episode then, because my mind when I just tell you like my mind reset completely. <laughs> um anyway, thank you guys for listening to this week's uh fly on the wall episode. We hope that you help we hope that we helped you get through some homework, clean up, do dishes all that good stuff um we will be back with some more interesting content as the month continues uh don't forget to give us a five star rating you can always find us on commented on twitter at commented or tiktok at commented podcast until next time i'm tori i'm Marin. i'm mia and i'm decoria bye-bye